Hello everyone, welcome back to Psyched and today we'll be talking about my own experience with something that I've been doing for a while and that's been summarizing articles with the help of Notion. Now, you guys know that I've been using Notion for quite a while and I've been summarizing articles for about a month now. And the thing that I have realized over time is that articles generally try to fluff up their content simply to get passed by the editor. And of course, that is not me demeaning the various kinds of media outlets that are out there or the various kinds of magazines that are online as of now. But I'm just saying that the main idea, the main juicy part of any article can actually be limited to only one to two paragraphs. And that is what I tried to do when I tried to extract the basics of, uh, you know, all the articles that were presented to me. So on a day-to-day basis, I would just simply pick one article and this article can be uh, from any website, it can be from Aeon Essays, it can, it can be from Psyche, it can be from Psychology Today, it can be from the New Yorker, it can be from the LA Review of Books, Granata, uh, and different kinds of, uh, you know, magazines out there. But once I picked any of them, there was a common theme that I saw. In fact, uh, I would say that there was this one article known as Defund the Global Police that was in N plus one, that's the magazine's name. And perhaps that was the only article that I found to have content which was so rich that it took me, uh, you know, it. I had a hard time summarizing it. But besides that, you know, I could crunch down almost all the articles. And I believe the reason for that is that the editors have placed this sort of unnecessary responsibility upon the authors of each of these articles that they have to come up with a certain standard of language, even if it is unnecessary to some extent. We know that Towards in the West, you know, we have Kristen Senani teaching, you know, fundamentals of academic writing on Coursera, for example. And she says that we need to cut down on the fluff and focus on what is important so that we may be able to communicate our research findings easily with the scientific diaspora as well as with the general public. But what we see happening right here is the complete opposite of that. And it seems that what Kristen Senani said is something that has been limited, and I'm sorry to say this, but only to scientific circles of uh, specific stature. You know, they are there considerably advanced to understand that the idea behind using fluffy language is something that is not related to scientific community at all. In fact, we should be presenting our data and our findings as clearly as possible. That is something that people from Stanford may understand, people from Harvard may understand, but is it something that you know, the journal editors or journal reviewers as a whole understand from the West. And if that's the condition in West, don't even get me started. How is it like in South Asia, for example, you really need to write in, say, third person, passive voice, and you know, past tense. The reason for all of that is that the moment you start using a more, uh, you know, it's an, an easier language, let's just say, you know, you start using easier words, words which do not fly off the paper the first time you read them. So you have to read, reread it. And, you know, you end up uh, rereading the article like twice or thrice as a result of you rereading each individual paragraph in order to make head and tail of it. Uh, you know, if, if I use some kind of informal language here, then I do not believe that it would be very well received. In fact, I may face a desk rejection from the editor itself. Now, how does this tie into me using magazines? Well, Earlier, whenever I used magazines, whenever I used to read any magazine article, I always used to read it through and through, right? Like I would start from the first word and I would go all the way to the last word. And, you know, sometimes if I really liked the article, I would even read about the author and, you know, check out other articles that have been written by him. I don't do that now. I actually, you know, speed read throughout the article once. 
and I pick out paragraphs which have the content because other than that, most magazines fall prey to the idea of oversimplification. Like they get an idea, they explain it well with an example, but then they spend another paragraph trying to explain it again. And I do not believe uh, that it is something that people generally need. It's always good to have an ample amount of explanation, but once you start explaining something too much, it almost becomes disrespectful to the person who is reading it. Because the person who is reading it may think in his mind that, yeah, I'm not stupid. I can make out what the author was trying to say. I do not need another explanation. But I, again, do not blame the authors for this. I guess it is just something that we need to fix, uh, you know, as editors, as publishers. They are the ones who really need to look into this. That's all from my end. Take care, guys. I'll see you next Wednesday.